Welcome to Goodwill Talk. We're so glad you're here today. At Goodwill Talk, you'll get to know your pastors, hear answers to your questions, gain biblical perspective on things going on in the world, and most of all, grow in your love for Jesus and the Bible. Let's listen in to today's conversation. This is a very, very special episode of the Goodwill Talk podcast. In fact, it's not even technically Goodwill Talk. This is Goodwill Talk presents the Blue Collar Hour. My name is Marcus Ortega. I am one of the hosts of Goodwill Talk, and I have with me a couple of guys, one that you've met before, one that you've heard about more than anybody else on this show. Let's introduce first Mr. Rob Herb. You're back to the show. Welcome, I am back. Sir. I am back. Thank you to have me. I'm Good happy to be here. Wow. We laugh at him the moment he comes in. That's just... I meant to do the uh, applause. Oh, My man. Bad. Not it's cool. It's all good. It's not, not cool. the first time I've been laughed at, nor the last. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show, sir. It is great to have you with it's us. It's good to be back. All right. Now, here's the thing. The other guy with us has kind of gotten a little rough treatment on the Good Will Talk podcast over these, you know, six seasons that we've been doing this. He has. And that is one Mr. Matt Kilduff, the husband of co-host Jess Kilduff. Matt, welcome to the show. Well, that. Well, that. <laughs> Well, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Maybe, you, maybe I can, you know, uh, clear up some of the stories right. that have been told. Yeah. Set the record straight. Yeah. Absolutely. And then listen, if there are some Jess stories that need to be told. Oh, there's, sto- there's stories. This is the forum for such a, a conversation. But here's the deal. If you start crying like your wife cries... We're going to mock you to your face. I'm just giving you the heads up now. There's not a chance that's going to happen. I can pretty much promise you that one. All right. Very cool. So um, let's let's do this first because I want to get to know who you guys are a little bit. I think that those who are listening might want to get to know you. So, um, Rob, you have been at Goodwill Church for how long now? I, I, I became a member here in 05. 05, really? Yeah, 05. Me and my wife joined. I didn't know you'd been here that long. Oh, yeah. Been here since five. I started working here in 2015. So okay, and what yeah. do you do here? I'm the facility director. So everything. Well, a lot. Just a little, <laughs> there's 11 yeah. buildings I'm in charge of. Yeah. Yeah, and you you also I mean you teach confirmation. I did teach right? confirmation so we just class. Yeah. Confirmation Sunday a couple weeks ago. So you do that. Yep. And you what else do you do? I mean you oversee the buildings, but that's a pretty like vague. What do you actually do here? Yeah. Rob? Well, I'm a, I guess I oversee all the maintenance and the construction projects and or I. Uh, problems and i kind of oversee security on a on okay. an operations level okay uh boots on the ground would be brian dams but yeah, yeah so yeah okay and is this your first rodeo at doing this kind of thing or i mean what did you do before you came to goodwill um before i came here i had a i had well i did construction ever since i was 21 years old i started my own company when i was uh 39 and then uh we had three kids and it just became a lot. So we wanted something a little bit slower pace for me. Jessica was a te- Jessica's a teacher and with the benefit package, I wasn't going to turn that down. So <laughs> I ended up going something a little slower pace for this. So this is slower pace. Than this what you were doing? is slower pace. I got to be honest. I mean, I'm not to put it out there, but it's definitely, I call it cushy, but in the world of <laughs> construction versus what I'm doing now, it's cushy. All right. I mean, it's air climate controlled. I wear shorts to work. That stuff just doesn't usually happen in a construction site. Yeah, I couldn't imagine wearing shorts to work at a construction site. That's a pretty good way to lose a leg. It definitely yeah. is, yeah. And <laughs> running the air conditioning in an open framed house doesn't is doesn't work. Yeah. So no, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All right. And Matt, what do you do, sir? What do I do? That's a good question. Uh, no, uh, I do uh, commercial refrigeration, air conditioning. Uh, is pretty much you know uh, uh, is what I do. I've been doing that since I was 
close to 13 years old. Wow. Uh, you started working at 13? My, uh, my best friend's father has a company, started a company in 77. And as kids, we just kind of would be hanging around and he would tell us, you know, you guys are just goofing around doing nothing. It's time to go to work with me. So we just kind of started working and, wow. uh, Ever since then, ever since then, I've been working. So. Now, was he paying you, or was he just using you as child labor? Uh, some was child labor, okay. <laughs> uh, you know. But uh, you know, it's probably was some of the best experience of my life was learning to mm. you know be a kid and and be able to you know be asked to do something and complete a task. So right. I thought that you know that really uh, kind of set my whole my whole working career and and life, you know you know, in, in the way it went, you know, when yeah. they, you know, started my course of action, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. And you, you got to Goodwill. When was that? 2009? Uh, I, ca I came to Goodwill. Um, you know, it, it's kind of coming to Goodwill is almost kind of part of my coming to Christ story okay. to be, be to, to tell you the truth. And, and, uh, I had gone through a divorce and had met Jessica just, just after that. And, um, I was looking for something. I, 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 was lost and, and, you know, had maybe had some drinking problems. We won't talk about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, she brought me church to church and we kind of settled here. And, uh, uh, that was back, oh man, 11 years ago, I would wow. say about 11 okay. years ago, yeah. we've been coming and, uh, you know, that, that was it. And I was, you know, my first experience and uh, I kind of wish, uh, old, uh, JP was here to hear it, but I remember sitting in the back of the church and, um, you know, people were putting their hands up and, and, and John was in a suit and I'm like, I turned and looked at Jessica and I said, I said, what kind of car salesman church did you bring me to? You know? Uh, and, and, uh, you know, and that was my first thought. Cause I, you know, the churches I'd only been to are like, you know, reformed churches, you know, uh, oh, okay. you know, so super it was, traditional, super traditional, and, okay. you know, just, you know, traditional. Yeah, so, yeah. uh. But, you know, the, I love it. This place is my home. I, I, I love it. You know, there's guys here. You know, you want to talk about blue collar. Um, you got a pastor on staff, uh, you know, Kenny, Pastor Kenny. And Kenny, I sat, Kenny was really the one for me that, that um, uh, I guess I want to say, I'm convinced maybe is the wrong word, but made me realize that like guys like me, guys that were bad maybe let's say bad okay. in my mind you know yeah, guys yeah. that were not christians that you know made poor choices in life and you know didn't do the right things uh you know could come to god you know could come and 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 mm. god loves us all and and because of jesus we're saved and uh you know meeting kenny and anybody talks to pastor ken and and you know he tells you his story um you know it was pretty yeah pretty convincing to me so you know that and that's where i am so here here i am and and uh you know uh Jess is pretty much, you know, God has led us, but you know, Jess is the, is, is really my, uh, you know, she's my anchor, you know, when it mm -hmm. comes to, comes to life and it comes to, you know, that kind of stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, you're, you're now on a podcast. Did you ever think, think that was going to happen? You'd be speaking into a microphone for other people to listen. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't think that, you know, uh, you know, here we go. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be, uh, on the interweb. The rest Did of you my even life. know what a podcast was before your wife got on one? I, no, I didn't listen to a <laughs> podcast. Come on. I didn't think so. You know what all I mean? Right. I'm lucky I can turn a computer on. <laughs> so, all right. So, Very know. cool. Uh, so Tracy yesterday goes to me, are you subscribed? You better be uh, subscribed, you know? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Am I? You know, I, 
It's my phone. I don't know. There you go. So you told well, me now you are. Now yeah, you so. are. She took care of that for you. I guess so. Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, so you guys, so you guys met. I guess when Matt would have come to the church, right? You guys met yes. and and started hanging. Now, you guys told me a story earlier about one of your first times hanging out. And Rob, I think you lit Matt on fire. Is well, that how the story? Not exactly. We no? had a... <laughs> I just no, feel she... like that's a pretty mean way to say hello to somebody. So I've known Matt. I, I've <laughs> seen Matt at, at, at church. You know, like I've just like I've seen most of you guys. And I and I, you know, we we uh, we did New Paltz. We ended up signing the lease for New Paltz, and there was it was it was a restaurant. It was called Barnaby Steakhouse. So we had to convert that into a church. So part of that was demolition. And so there was this big stainless steel hood that needed to be cut out. And uh, I don't, I just don't have the tools. I don't know. Most of my tools do not cut stainless steel. Stainless steel is a, it's a treated, right, Matt? Help me out here. Well, well it's a, it's a hard metal. You know, it's, 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 it's hard to cut. It can be a real, real difficult to cut, you know, with the right, you know, you gotta need the right tools to cut it and stuff just the way it's. Yeah. So we went, I, Matt was up, we had grinder blades. We had all this stuff. Our buddy Lou finally came with a cool saw. But re before that, Matt was inside the hood with a grinder and he's trying to, he's trying to just, we're burning through uh, discs, cutting this thing. He pops his head out of the, out of the hood there. And he looks at me and he goes, man, this thing is not cutting. And there's smoke coming out of his beard. <laughs> Like the grease hit his beard, and I'm like, "Dude, you're on fire!" And I'm patting his beard out, beard out rather. And uh, he looks down, and he goes, "Well, I gotta shave that. There's a hole." Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that was it. I re you know wrecked my beard, but that's how I met Rob. You know, the I had done, I had done all the refrigeration work for Barnaby's for years. Okay. Uh, so I was very familiar with the building, and back, you know, when they got the building, we had kind of put a team together of people who could. You know, with this, the blue collar skills that we have right here yeah. in the church. You know, electrician, plumber. You know, HVAC. Um, yeah, and a really cool thing, not to cut you off there, but I'm going to do it anyway. The uh, when 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 there's projects like that, right or wrong, and then you get a bunch of guys together and we're doing something. He go, there's like an instant. There is, there's an instant camaraderie. As long as most of the most of the guys that are that are in there working, the blue collar guys, we're not the chiefs. We're just we just want to get it done. No one needs to take charge and be the man. Just there's a task to be done. Let's do it, and we're going to make it happen. And All because right. there's that, there's no con, there's hard, little conflict, and there and it becomes this camaraderie. I get in there. I try. I try cutting it. I give up. Matt, you're in. Matt does it. Sweet, it's done. You don't need no. There's no praise. No. Hey, it just we just did it. Yeah, job had to get done. You get the job done, Amen. and you move on, right? Amen. Well, and and this is, I guess, what I want to ask. What my maybe my first question is: We're using this term blue collar, mm -hmm. and um, I'll be honest, I don't even know what that means. Like we're we're just talking about it, but how would you guys uh, define? Because you guys call yourselves. Blue I could collar. be. I could be wrong. I think the terminology originally comes. Um, and maybe maybe you know you could Google it on your Google machine, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> So it's, a, it's a computer. Oh, it's a computer. It's, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. You know, the devil computer. Same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no, I uh, I think it comes from the the, the clothes, the shirts that that were worn by mm. guys, tradesmen, and Amen. typically were a blue fashion. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, and I and I could I could be completely wrong, and, and hence white collar would be somebody you know suit and tie, you know, clean yeah. clean starched white shirt. But right, right, right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um. But I think it's more. I think the blue, I think when we the reason I wear blue collar as a badge. I mean, it used to be. I, I think also. I I remember it being a negative. Oh, he's a blue collar guy. But that's I I wear it as a badge because it's it's a guy who's not afraid to get his hands dirty. And I'm not saying, you know, that the other ones won't. I just we just here's an example, right? We go if you're if, if me and if me me and Matt are the kind of guy that if we were on our way to a wedding and we're in a tuxedo and we blew a tire. 
we don't care what we're wearing. Something has to get done. We do it. It's right. not, we're not, you know, and then we, we show up to the wedding, all grease filled. They're like, and then now it's a story. Guys, what happened? Oh, dude, I hit a pothole, rim, da, da, da. and then now it's a it's a story. Whereas I'm not calling a tow truck. We just I don't know what calling a tow truck is. We don't do that. <laughs> a tow truck? A tow What's truck. What's a tow truck for? Okay, I so mean, here, a tow thing? Exactly. Here, no, I can explain. A tow truck is what happens when someone like me has something happen to their car and look under the hood and go ah! like that. That's I got, basically. I got gotcha. All right. That's okay. It. That's the whole yeah. experience. No, so yeah. yeah. So I mean, but that. One of the things that I've, you know, I've, I've hung out with blue collar guys my whole life mm. and I've always felt a little out of place because like, I'm not the guy who's going to fix anything. I can't build anything. I'm not, but the stories that are told mm. are really important to the socialization. Amen. Every time I show up in a room, it's not a debate about hiding the blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's let's tell stories. Yeah. Right. Where does that go? Like, where, where's the storytelling come in? Why is that so important? You know, I think it's, it's, it, 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 like you said, you know, I, I, you go onto a job site, you know, I'll walk into a job site sometimes and I don't, may not know the electrician, the plumber, uh, you know, the GC or something like that, but you get in there and, 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 you know, when, when you can, you know, laugh with somebody else or tell a story, mm. you know, uh, it, it opens up the, you know, it opens up the environment, you know, and people are more willing to work with you, you know, you know, and cause the trades got it. A lot of times the trades need to work together. Uh, on a job. And so that, you know, that opens the door, uh, joking and, 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 you know, picking on each other and, you know, lighthearted. Unfortunately, most of the funny stories are people getting hurt because they well, did something that we know better. <laughs> well, that's usually like, I mean, oh, you, that was you, good. You, you know, was, sometimes yeah. you'll look over in a corner and see the electrician with his ladder prop propped up there and you go, you look over to your partner and go, you know, <laughs> He's gonna be coming down in about three minutes. You watch, yeah, 100%. and then all of a sudden you're, you know, and you're like, oh, there he is. Look at that, you know, yeah. you, know so, you know. But uh, six hours later, you're hanging out with a beer with your buddies. You're like, yo, check this yeah, out. Yeah, check this story at work today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, I mean, and, then, and now yeah. if like you know, I have a coworker who's a millennial, so he probably would have filmed it. I wouldn't have thought to film it. You know, that's not something I would have reached to do. But you know, now that that's what you that's, say that as you say that our millennial producers over there with his phone out <laughs> filming. This. I was told to capture a picture of the podcast experience <laughs> it just so happened to be that exact moment oh, that you said that, that. Amazing. Yeah. the millennials spend so much time behind their camera filming mm -hmm. their life instead of looking at it with their lot you know everybody asked me why do you take pictures why don't you film that i said because i'm gonna stand here and i'm gonna enjoy life as it's happening yeah. i said my mind will remember what it looked like i don't need i don't need to have no video of like you know my kids sliding down the slide i'm gonna remember that my whole life why do i need a video of that i'm not gonna go back and look at it here's what's gonna happen his his kids are gonna leave for college and he's going to be a puddle going, where are the pictures of my children? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not it. That's not going to be you. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, what'll happen a lot. I'll have built them all nice vehicles, you know, uh, you know, uh, and then, <laughs> and I'll watch, you know, I'll watch my daughter, you know, she wants a Jeep and I'll, you know, I'll restore some Jeep and she'll drive away with it and I'll be heartbroken that the Jeep's leaving, you know, <laughs> all that so, work and all, yeah, that, all that work and time and money. And, you know, there it goes driving away. Oh, speaking of know? building things. So the, the congregation a couple of weeks ago learned of um, the hundred-year-old lawnmower that I have in my garage. Oh yes, yes. And uh, I didn't say it from the front because you know, but you you found that for me. Yes, that was a you know that that was a uh, little you know that was a little ribbing joke. Uh, but it is a <laughs> lovely, it is a good piece of machinery. It I really, use it. Well, it, it works good, right? It's great. Yeah. It's, I mean, listen, I did my little patch of grass. It would take like a half hour to get that thing mowed because it's. Right. You know, I mean, you have to go over it 18 times, times to get it done. Money, yeah. yeah. Well, you got kids. 
I, well, yeah, but I mean, that thing's got weight, man. Oh, yeah. That's a hundred years old of steel, basically. Yeah. That thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. On the uh, on the handle, it advertises in two separate places that the thing has ball bearings. Like that's what they were so excited about. Oh yeah, ball bearings. Yeah, ball bearings. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, you self admitted before that you you're more of the white collar. Matt was helping you turn it into like a baby blue. Well, dude, I don't. Yes, baby blue. I like that. Uh, home ownership. Home ownership leads to uh, totally needs to does. be a little bit. You know, for you know, either. Uh, you know, my father told me this years ago. You see, you got to be a rich man, or you got to be a man that can fix something. Mm-hmm. Because once you own a home, it all goes downhill, and you know that. Oh, dude, Amen. you know, dude, Amen. I mean, within five minutes of us being there, I felt like everything started falling yeah. apart. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. We just bought this thing. It was fine. It was totally oh, fine. It does. Yeah, it's it does. It's, it's the joys of a house. You know, PM, yeah. dude. Preventive maintenance. That's where it's about. Well, I mean, now I have to learn how to do that. But, yep. you, know. well, you just take care of your stuff. Like you went back to the lawnmower. The one that was on stage was mine. I had that for three and a half yeah. years. It looks like it came out of Home Depot today. Yeah, it's you know, gorgeous. You just take care of it. You just take care of your stuff. Yeah. Lube it up, you know, and make sure that it's in good running condition. Yeah. Well, it's the same, that same thing. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way. I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. I might not be a rich man, you know, but what I have, I try to take care of. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, Amen. Yeah. So this this idea of being blue collar, um, you're you're working often with your hands. You're working with teams of other guys. It's very rare that you're uh, by yourself on a job, even for safety's sake. Yeah, you're right. not by yourself on a job, right? So the the camaraderie of that, I think, a lot of people have a picture in their head of the guy at a construction site. You know, the catcalling of women and and like what it looks like on a site. Mm-hmm. What what is it actually like on a site for those people who have never been there? What is it actually? Look like to work in a job that is a blue collar. Well, job. you can't cat call anymore. You know no. that's gone. <laughs> no, that's a no. No, that's a no. No, that's that's frowned upon. Um, you know. Everything has everything's got an adjective. That's oh, at least the construction sites that I was mm. always on. Yeah. It's never just a two by four. It's a it's a bleeping yeah, two by four. Yeah, you know, you know what you do okay. with the bleeping tool? Yeah, and it's like I need a blooping. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. You know, so it's a, I, you know, and this is, I guess, my my feeling, and, and I guess this is what we're really here to talk about is that you know that that Rob and I are Christians and that we are blue collar guys. And, uh, you know, it's, I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to tell you that it's hard for me to walk a good walk, um, you know, on a job site or things like that. You know, you try, you know, you, you know, you know, the curse will slip out and then you'll think to yourself, well, I shouldn't really, you know, shouldn't be doing that, you know? And so then you'll get yourself, you know, you try to get yourself wrangled in where you're not really cursing and trying to lead, you know, you might not be preaching to the people on the site. But you're trying to show that, you know, that you're a good person that, oh, you know, instead of watching an electrician fall off the ladder, you go over there and, you know, you put your foot on the bottom of it so he doesn't fall down, you know. Yeah. And you, you try to, you know, lead and act a different, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say better, but, you know. No, but you're trying to. So there's there's an example in the way that you're trying to carry yourself on the side. Right, right. You try to act, you know, act, you know, professional and, uh, you know, still, still, still a guy's guy. Someone is still yeah. going to, you know, you know you know, you know, goof around, you know, play pranks on each other, but also, you know, not be, I don't know. Crude. Crude. Crude is the word. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Amen. Like, as as I've said before, I mean, when I had my construction company, I did a lot of residential, but then there was a a job I got subcontracted out with with another group to help him frame. And it was, uh, the company was called Tree of Life. Um, And it was a Christian company. It was two brothers and and a dude named Herbie. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we would, uh, I can say their names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. it was Mark, Mark and Greg Jalzinski. Okay, okay. Um, and what was cool, I bring this up because what was cool about that, we're working on a job and it's actually the first time before we even touched the tool, you know, we, we got there in the morning, we had our coffee and we prayed Wow. and we prayed for our safety. We prayed for that. Our, anything, our, our words, 
be uh be blessing to god not to not to be crude and rude and and stuff like that and even even when you're frustrated and that's the hardest part as a christian i get frustrated and it comes it just comes flooring out things get thrown things get broken i get cut It, it it happens you know so uh but that was a really cool experience and i'd love to tell you that i brought that into my own company with my with my guy when we but i we didn't you know you just forget but but it did i did we when with me and my buddy andrew when we were working together Minimum, very, very, very minimal cursing. Mm, mm. There was no, no sexual humor. And that's what, unfortunately, a lot of these blue collar companies, they thrive on that. Mm. And what's, what I find, and I'm Matt, I'm sure you're there, is bringing our Christian, um, up, not upbringing, I'm sorry, bringing our Christian lifestyle in there and, 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 and using that as an example. I won't do that. I just won't, I won't curse. You know, we won't do that. Um, and what's, so back to when we work together, right? What's really awesome is that when you, the, when, when I said before, when we're working together and we're developing this camaraderie, now you're the next day and the next day you're starting to know this guy. So now you're getting these conversations where you can actually share the Lord with this gentleman. And who knows, he may have a little bit of experience about that. And now it turns into, it turns into a conversation to where now you're too, now, now you now you've got a buddy with you. Yeah. yeah. Live it, walk in this Christian walk. And it was almost like it was weird to do in the job site because unfortunately sometimes Christians come off as weak and not masculine. And, and it's like, that's not the truth. Well, and the whole goody two shoe thing that, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not gonna, uh, you know, pick up a drink or have a cigar with somebody, right. you know, you know what I mean? You, you know, there's a stereotype maybe. And it's like, it's an unrelatable stereotype. I mean, it is for me because, you know, I'm a guy that came from the, you know, the dirty, nitty gritty, dirty, you know, sure. and, mm-hmm. and converted to be Christian, you know, I guess for lack of a better word, but you know, so that's very commonplace, you know, typical. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I don't know. I really, I, you know, the, the thing that I have found, um, with, with being here at Goodwill is that there's such a group of people, such a diverse mm-hmm. group of people here. Um, no matter kind of like what kind of circle you, you, you move around in, whether, you know, you can consider yourself a blue collar person or, you know, you know, you're a, you know, an artist or, you know, a musician, there's just so many people, different people here that you can, can be involved with. And, and for me, like I go back to Kenny was like to see somebody like Kenny Mm. and then realize, wow, you know, he's, he, he's a Christian and he, he was in, you know, I don't even think then he was really studying to be a pastor. I think it was like, he was on the edge of that. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. So I just think it's so cool. There's so many guys here, uh, and not, not even guys. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of women here, you mm-hmm. know, that they're just cool down to earth people. And, it, you know, and I, there's not that holier than thou expectation, mm-hmm. you know, that, Amen. you know, I, I, you know, I screw up or I say a curse or, you know, yeah. I, you know, I didn't do the right thing today, you know? Um, you know, have that judgment and that's something like, you know, Rob and I have become, uh, close friends and, you know, him and I can, you know, speak freely to each other about, you know, what, whatever it might be, you know, problems with family or, you know, kids and, and, you know, our wives, we're both married to Jess's. So we have that. We are. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You You should see us all together. That's a good time. You say, Hey Jess. And they all, you know, well, what, you know, they all turn them up. (laughs) There you go. Well, let's, let's talk about this for a second. So, you know, you're both, you're both doing the fatherhood thing. Mm -hmm. Your kids are actually similar ages, aren't they? Close. Uh, Close. Yeah. 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 Real close. So, so what is, what is it like for you guys raising up kids, you know, in, in just being dads, we hear a lot from Jess about what it is to be a mom, but let's, let's talk about 
raising kids as dads. Oh and my the, goodness, the this is almost that. another podcast. Oh sure, yeah, we'll, because, we'll bring you back. That's I mean, cool. me and Matt, we share the same thing with raising our kids in society today. Mm. The way I would love to do it, and I'm not allowed. Like, someone calls your name, you whack that kid. We're not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, we can't. We, we can't, we do, can't that. do that. Kids and they're soft. Like, they take him bullying out of school, and now these kids are soft. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get it. You know, but my son's got not, an issue no, now. That's, that's not, not true. No, it's not. We, we can't. We can't do that. Oh, we can't say that. We can't be pro bullying on this podcast. Oh, okay. Matt, I wasn't saying do. that we should. Bu- <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, no, definitely not. I always. I mean, there was a. I think the movie was called. Uh, you ran your mouth. You got punched. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe, amen. You know, maybe it's you know I live in a different world. You know uh, what no, I mean? You know, know, you heard the story of the sheep, the sheep dog, and the wolf. I don't know. Okay, I mean, the, the sheep dog protects the sheep from the wolf. Yeah. The wolf are the the bullies. Yeah. My yeah. son, I teach him if someone's picking on my Olivia, you grab that kid, and that's that's where we're at. And mm. he he doesn't quite know how to navigate that because he knows he's going to get in trouble. But getting in trouble at school and getting in trouble at home, two different things. And it's hard. It's just very hard because I got my wife who's an educator and she's like, Rob, this is not, this is not how it works. And I'm like, oh no, no, this is how it works. And she's like, oh, you gotta, yeah, you it's gotta, my, you it's gotta my the, world, not your world. I know you're going to set the kid up for failure. And so it's tough. That's why I said, this is a whole other podcast. It's hard, Matt right? And I, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, you know, you know that, I mean, I can imagine, you know, the stress of, uh, like you guys, you know, pastors being kid, you know, having your kids too. And, you know, uh-huh. people want to judge that, oh, you know, look, you believe, can you believe what, you know, Marcos is getting, you see them in there? They're in the pantry ripping that place up. <laughs> My kids can't do that, you know, and uh, you know, whatever, you know, hey, look, you're here all day in the building. Your kids probably haven't eaten, let them eat. Who cares, you know, let's, let's get over it. But, Amen. you know, I mean, we're all humans and I think that's what we have to realize that we're imperfect vessels. Um, and that, I think that's what I struggle with too, is not using that as an excuse. Well, like, man, I'm imperfect. So, you know, whatever oh, it doesn't, yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't, yeah. you know, that nah, whatever, you know, but no, raising kids are tough. And, and, um, you know, my oldest is 16 or going to be 17 this month. And, uh, you know, he's a good, pretty easy kid. Um, and the younger ones, you know, you got ones with this, you know, like, you know, you know, yeah. Natalie has HD, HDAD, HD, whatever it is. ABCD. ABCD. Yeah. Yeah. That's good I mean, enough. Close H- enough. HD is a television. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, that yeah. cable that either. I, you know, so who knows? <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> I got that one. No, no, but the ADHD. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you know, everybody, every every parent has their challenge. You know, and yeah. I think I think, uh, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this right here, and everybody can mock me for it, but you know, Jess is the one really. I mean, I I'm there and I help and I'll discipline and do it, but Jess really leads the children mm. oh, better, better, Absolutely. better than me. You know what I mean? I, you know. I, you know, we're supposed to be the leaders, but it's pretty sad. But, you know, yeah. she's really she's a rock and 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 really does a good job at it. Um, and I don't think anybody's gonna make fun of that because, I mean, that's just the reality in a lot of families. Yeah. You yeah. know, especially when dads are, are working on a job site. Right. And you she's, know, you know, and she's, she a, had the ability to be home. She yeah. worked from home and, and has that yeah. ability. So, you know, yeah. that's. You know, and that was kind of our goal too with having. I mean, maybe that's old fashioned, but you know, was to have her home and try to raise the kids as long that's as great. We, as long as we could. You know, I think now she's going to have to. You know, it's getting to the time now. The kids are. You know, she's going to probably, you know, mm-hmm. do something different. But mm-hmm. you know, it's, but I mean, it's this good. is this is when you when you talk about the diversity, right? The even in the way that our families are run, there's a diversity in that. Oh, right? there, there's, yeah, there's there some is. families who who there's one parent who's working, the other stays home. It's not always the same parent. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's dad at home. Sometimes it's mom at home. Sometimes both families are out working. Yep. It's it's learning from one another and the diversity that that brings to even our our understanding of what a parent looks like 
and trying to learn from one another. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's tough. I mean, you know, one way or the other, you're gonna mess your kids up. You know, gonna, <laughs> yeah. you know I know. Well, I've always said that. I, I don't care what you do, but <laughs> I've always said I'm not gonna make the same mistakes as my dad. I'm just gonna make different ones. There you go. Because I'm Amen. aware of the ones my go. dad made. There you go. I don't know what I'm them doing. In. Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> I hear my. I say the yeah. same stuff my father says all the time. I hear myself say it, then I think to myself like. Can't believe I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know when when you guys are talking about life on the job site, mm-hmm. you know, getting back to the the actual doing of your jobs, um, Rob, while you were talking, what came to mind was out of Matthew five uh, in the Sermon on the Mount. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. Right. So what Jesus is saying there is it's, it's what you do. It's your it's, it is the way that you live. It's the things you do on a site that inject a bit of light into an otherwise maybe dark area. You know, yeah. guys who, who don't know the Lord, who yeah. are living in darkness and you bring the light of Christ into that. So I'm, I'm curious and I wonder if you could share a little bit how how you get to the place. Do you get to the place of being able to actually share the gospel with guys on sites Mm. After you build these relationships, after you have been shining the light for a while, how do you get to a place of saying, hey, let me tell you about Jesus? Well, my wife credits me on, she says that I form intimate relationships immediately with both men and women because that's who I am. You yeah. know, I, I have I have that uh, charisma about myself or whatever. Um, so as I mentioned before about, hey, you know, being with these guys over and over and over again, you start developing this this camaraderie, which then becomes a one-on-one to where now you're maybe you're spending maybe you're, you guys are hanging out maybe you're golfing maybe you're whatever and when you're one on one with a dude, I had in my experience and I'm 45 years old I can say anything to anyone. Marcos, if I'm in a room with you by yourself, I can say exactly what I need to say because there's no there's no there's none of that machismo that you have to oh there's 12 guys around. Rob just said this, so that's what's cool. You can do that, and I feel that especially blue collar guys we. If we're if I'm saying something to somebody, it's just it's just easy to I'm able to to say it and they take it and they and then they'll say something back and whatever. So because there's that that already your defense is down. Me speaking into their life about maybe you shouldn't curse too much, so much you know maybe you know making you know looking at that girl and commenting on her when you're married. How would your wife feel if she was here? Yeah, you know yeah. that kind of thing and just very slowly kind of pointing out the immoralities of the little things they're doing. Um, and that's how I would, and then, and then that would morph into, well, what, you know, and that's been asked me before, like, uh, what do you call, why, why, why do you, why do you care? Well, I care because I, 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 I follow a God. I feel, I follow mm. Jesus who, who, who does care. He's watching me. The Holy Spirit's right here right now. I go, and, and I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to be up there. I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear nice job schmuck. I don't, I, I just don't want that. <laughs> I gave you a life and you you blew it and I don't want to I don't want to hear that and I and it breaks my heart to see good dudes that you can see they're just heading in a bad way and mm. I don't know I feel obligated to, to 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 help them and I know I can't bring anybody to Christ but God God uses people to mm-hmm. get to, I think and He used Jessica if not for my wife I don't know where I would be right now well, Amen to that brother. I mean, I mean I, I'm the I, same I we're the same know. I'm the same boat I mean I know we spoke about it yesterday too is that you know. Um, you know, I know it's a hundred percent a God thing mm. that, uh, you know, I'm married to my wife and, and, mm. um, you know, my life has been, been blessed fully in maybe not riches or things like that, but coming, having her companionship 
and uh, coming to Christ and, and, and meeting people and, you know, meeting somebody, you know, like, you know, for example, you, Mark, is not, you're not somebody I probably would have, you know, sure, bumped yeah. in or crossed mm-hmm. paths. And yet we've become friends and uh, it's enriched my life. You know, it's opened my mind, uh, you know, differently too, to see things in a different light. So, you know, I think we're all put together for a reason. I mean, you know, yeah. there, 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 there's no question. I think what's, you know, what's happening here in this building and, you know, with, with the organization here and, is 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 amazing you know and i think i think more people you know you need to you know it's a big church and it's easy to keep your head down and hide and i know we're not here to talk about like the church you know we're kind of talking about blue collar stuff but you know um you know you got to get involved with the people around you find people around you here in this church and and get to know them because there's just there's just people just people and you know I've said that people, and let's, I'm going to touch that because that, that's a sensitive thing for me right here. I've heard people say that, that um, the church doesn't reach out. The church doesn't do anything. Well, I got, I used to say, if you don't know me, if you don't know Jeff DeMatty, if you don't know uh, Kim Cardona and you don't know Tracy Johnson, you're not doing anything here. I mean, it's, that's on you. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw it out there. It's on you. And, 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 and I encourage people to serve and to show up and do things because the relationships that I've built with guys through doing stuff here at the church, Anthony Shallow, Phil Anassa, those dudes are two solid dudes that are always, always working here. And they're always doing stuff. And I'm not telling you to be them. They're, uh, Shallow's retired. Okay, he's got time. But, but, but it started off with that. It started off with something small. The kid's at the front door. Every day, opening the door, and 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 if he's not there, let people ask, "Hey, where, where's Anthony?" You know, and that's a cool thing. And it's like, yeah. and he's part of something. He's part of this church, and all he did was hold a door open. I mean, it's not hard, dude. And and, and that and that's where I have a passion for this, and that's where it kind of it kind of gets me when people are like, "Oh well, no one knows me there, <laughs> dude." You didn't plug. There's a hundred ways to plug in. Yeah, I've come been- to me. Call. I have an email. It's super easy. I'll plug in. I'll find. We'll find something for you if you can do anything physical. I got something for you. I mean, and you can plug in, and maybe I'm not the coolest dude to hang out with. I'm in the top five. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, of course. Of course. I would agree. I absolutely agree. Self-awareness is pretty awesome there. I like that. Uh, it's, 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 you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're right, in the top no, five. Thank you. No, that's well done. You know what's cool, though? A quick point to what you're saying, Rob. You guys touched on it earlier, which is camaraderie when it connects to service. So you can get a, a bunch of guys together and pull the, the, the old refrigerator out of the CE building that... that you know, Amen. That that crapped out. Yeah, and you have an instant connection with these people that you wouldn't. It 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 follows anything else. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Because it's community related. Hundred so percent. Anytime us on as a worship a worship team angle. Anytime you get a group of three people together and you play a song together, I, it's happened multiple times. I don't know these people, but you have a connection. It's a, it's yeah. a deeper. Amen. It, Amen. It's you know I believe that it's in service to others and in service of the Lord. And well, I mean, God I, honors that. The amount of times that I've seen guys who are serving in the parking lot, yeah. just hanging out and get to know each other and having those conversations before they come into worship. Just all they're doing is making sure people know where to park. Yeah, right. right? But the camaraderie that's being built, the relationships that are being built. I mean, really, we are we are a body. We rely mm-hmm. on one another. We need those relationships. And serving in a simple way, you know, an important way, mm-hmm. especially because you know, as things are opening up, we're seeing more and more cars coming and we, we need to be able to park people. Um, it's an important way to serve and you're getting to know folks. And and it's it's really, really important. Like there is nothing more important than when you drive in this church mm-hmm. and you see somebody who looks at you friendly. 
Absolutely. And says hello to you on the way in. You don't need a master's degree. Absolutely. To greet somebody at the door no. and say, I'm so glad that you're 100%. here. 100%. <laughs> you know? No, it's 100%. a lot more to go to church with your, you know, it's a lot more fun to go yeah. to church with your friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sit with a bunch of strangers, right? No you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, that, you know, that's Absolutely. the reality of it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I could sit here all day and name drop and tell you people that I've just, I've had a, 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 a single conversation with and you're like, all of a sudden, like, I'm going to hang out with that dude. You know, Mark Riffler's one of them. I'm going to do it. I went into New Paltz. I met that dude. He comes in and I said something to him and he hit me back with some sarcasm. And I was like, we can hang, we can get along. <laughs> you and I are going to hang, you're going to hang out one. You're all right. Yeah. You know, and that was it. It was per. It was awesome. You know, and well, you it's know. just cool yeah. stuff. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's a. I mean, it's a God thing, too. We've all been put here for a reason. We didn't stumble yeah. through these doors just to stumble through these doors, I don't think. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we're here for a reason. And, and you know, we all have to, you have to find that, you know. I mean, I, I got involved, you know, uh, my name got thrown in a couple of years ago as a deacon. So I served four years, I think, I think, I don't know. Deacon, deaconship was long and hard, you know. <laughs> I know it wasn't that hard, but I'll make it seem that, you know, it was, uh, you know, things are changing now too, as far as the deacons roles, yeah. but you know, it was, it, I met a lot of people and a mm. lot of folks and, um, y you know, if it, if it wasn't for that, you know, I, I would have never have met Libby and, oh, yeah, you Libby know, Foreman. Libby yeah. Foreman and, you know, what a wonderful, Incredible you know, what woman. a, what a, wow. what a saint, you know, she was and you know, God sent she was, I mean, she was, uh, you know, God bless her soul really. So what a wonderful woman. I love that woman. Amen. Uh, breaks my heart. Amen. You know, and it, you just see people, I would have never met her, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, you know, you just, you know, you got to get, you got to take your guard down. You know, as a blue collar guy, there's a lot of things like, you know, you know, you you say like, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, you know, the F word, you know, but mm. the F word really is feelings probably for most, for Amen. most blue collar guys. Mm. And it's, yes. it's talking about how you feel and like, you know, you know, I'm not saying I feel like that, you know, I'm not, it's just not bothering yeah. me, you know, that's not, you know, and, and, you know, the truth is we, we all have feelings, you know, and, and we have to, you know. I think, um, you know, I, I have become open with, you know, guys like, you know, with, with Rob and, you know, um, yeah. I've become, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to call him Tim, but pastor Tim has become a good friend also, yeah. you know, and, you know, I feel comfortable being open about, uh, you know, maybe this is bothering me or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and that's a big thing too, really in that, in that, in our culture, we'll call it is, mm -hmm. you know, people don't really have a, you know, yeah. I'm going to call Rob. Rob's not going to be like, I go on to job site. Hey, what's up, Rob? You know, how's things? And he's going to be like, oh, you know, things are good, but things might not be good. You know what I mean? At home, he's not going to tell him, you know, he is now, but yeah. you know, if he was a stranger on job site, he's just going to be like, oh, you well, know, that becomes the key though, right? Is that the relationships that are built then create the space where you do feel comfortable. Amen. Right. Amen. Sharing right. And that's where I think, you know, you have the ability to reach out and, and, and talk about things. You know, I had a coworker, you know, a couple of years ago, got injured in a bad car accident and he was a young fellow and, uh, you know, I just kind of, I spoke to him about, you know, about Jesus and, uh, I, you know, he listened. I don't know if he heard me, heard me, you know, like, you know, said heard me, but you know, you know, he knew that he was, you know, he was in such a bad car wreck that he knew he was, you know, pretty much saved by the grace of God. And he, I think he realized that, but I don't know if he was ready to come to terms with that. Sure. And, you know, um, sure. yeah. But, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say also that just because you came close with someone pride, there's, there's, there's pride factors still. We're still human, right? I mean, but what also happens is when you start becoming with these guys, you start learning their love language. You know, when I'm not, when I had to put my daughter Jackie in, in a home and uh, she's being, she's actually, we, we got her out a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, what do you call it? She had to go in and she had to get analyzed. She's got a chromosome depletion and she had to get, she's in a behavioral mental health center. And it's a hard thing for that was a hard thing for my wife. It was yeah. I compartmentalized it where this is what had to be done. We did it, but my got my friends knew 
Don't call Rob. That's not Rob's love language. Leave him alone. A couple of days later, we'll call him, but leave him alone. And that's yeah. what they do, you know? And, 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 you know, Matt and I had this funny, had this thing the, the, back in 2018 when we put her into a residential facility, I came home and on my front door was a beautiful gift basket for my wife, just full of some, you know, some treats and stuff. And right next to it was a bottle of McAllen scotch. <laughs> and I said, that's my boy. That's my boy. That's my love language. He just yeah. gave me, I was like, all right, cool. I knew who it was from, you know? And then I, re I, I, reciproc I, 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 re I uh, returned the favor when Matt had a thing going on and it became this funny little thing, you know? Yeah. We but, buy uh, each other booze that we, then we go over yeah, and drink them. And then we go drink each other. It's well, just, that's what you do. You, you, do. Buy, you buy your friend a you nice know? bottle of something, then you could drink it. There you know you what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And that's, and so that's, you learn your, each other's love languages, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and I got a dude that I have a friend that he, he's not the easiest to, to, to break down, but I know that. Yeah. You know, and I, I start, you start learning to read his face and then you appease to, you don't let him get away with not, you know, being complacent, but you, yeah. you, you learn his love language and, and there's a delicateness to it. I don't know how you women do it, but that's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, but I think that's, you know, when one of the things that strikes me about Jesus and the disciples is who, who he has his disciples, right? Amen. He's got fishermen. He's got guys who were, you know, zealots were basically like, um, domestic terrorists at mm. the time like i mean the hardened guys like there's some some really strange guys that jesus puts around him mm. and i i would have been a, i would love to be a fly on the wall and just listen to those conversations because i don't think they would have been the super sanitized and yeah. sunday school version of jesus that i don't think we've ever let go of we think of Jesus as kind of like floating six inches off the ground. <laughs> We're actually being a real person right. with real guys who lived together for three years. Like yeah. you spend a lot of time together for a few years. You really get to know some stuff about each other. Yeah. And it's not going to be all rainbow and roses. Right. And those are the disciples of Jesus. We're called disciples of Jesus. The, the realness of following him and just being ourselves as we follow him, you know, not having to put on a mask, not having to pretend like we are holier than thou, but just being us. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's a big. It is a big deal. It is I huge. agree. It I don't know. Huge. I don't know how well we do at that. Sometimes I think that we are. We're so. It's so important to us to look a particular way that yeah. we can use that as kind of a defense mechanism so that people can't get into our feelings. So how do you when when you start to see some of that in folks? How do you start breaking down that defense mechanism and be like, no, let's 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 get to the real you and me. I, I mean, I think if it, with if you know when it, it when it's other buddies or guys, you know, I think sometimes you know the best way to get at things for me, I find is like humor. You know, a lot Amen. of times if yeah. you can, you know, you pick on them or tease them and give them a hard time about something, you can kind of get in there, you yeah. know, um, and not in a not in a malicious way. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, in a loving, in a in a loving kind of way. Um, but it's hard, you know. I I have to, you know. I I'll give this to Rob, hands down. That I I find that he is is very good at uh, at that kind of ministry. You know, it's not my. Uh, I'd love to tell you. I'd love to sit here on uh, on the you know the old interweb and tell you that you know row row Matt Matt's the best. You know Matt goes on job sites and you know you know twenty guys walk out converted. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I, you know, I try to, you know, I just try for me to be the best I can be, and that's not always that good, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I wouldn't sell yourself short. You've done a lot for me, dude. You've done a well, lot. Well, as like, friendship, you know, I mean, yeah. friendships. I mean, when it comes to my friends, my friends are my friends, and you yeah, know, I, yeah. I'll fall on a sword, kind of. That's just I'm. Well, I'm, I'm talking the counseling side. I'm not talking physical. Fix, change my oil, hook me no, up. No, but, but anything, but you know, to me, it's anything, stuff, you know, dude. if you were having a hard time and you just needed the car, you know, you, you your oil in your car needed change mm -hmm. and I changed oil in your Amen. car because yeah. if that's, yeah. if that's the Amen. one thing that 
comes off your plate and makes your life better, then that that's what I'll do, you know. Um, but I think you know one of the one of the misconceptions about being a Christian in the workplace is this idea that we have to be trying to convert people constantly. Mm. But often that's not the case. We just we're we're just doing our job that the Lord has given in front of us with excellence to His glory. Mm. That's it. Yes. Like we do all things to the glory of God. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you then lead the job site in the sinner's prayer. It simply yeah. means right. like you have a good reputation at work. Like that goes a long way, right? If, yeah. if the guy who is a Christian has a bad reputation at work, yeah, how does that look? How, how does that look on Jesus? No, no, no. So even just having a good reputation goes a long way. I mean, like, why is that guy so, so good at what he does? Every job site we hire him for, he nails it. Oh, he goes to that church. Well, okay. Cool. That's that's just something they put in their head, and then they go through something, and it's I'm going to call that guy who is always good at work. Yeah, you know, right. It's, and it's a, it's a pro, you know, and it's a, it, and and really, I would say most guys that are any kind of craftsman, any kind of tradesman, you know, will say that. I don't know. I like I I don't want that to say, hey, Matt did that. I rather say, you know, well, you know, look at this guy, look at this work that was done here. Who did this? This is nice. nice. This is clean. Yeah, exactly. This is professional, and uh, you know, and a customer satisfied. Uh, you know, and that, and that's the idea. But I, you know, I think that brings glory too. You know, it shows that Absolutely. you know you're you're willing to you know do a, give a good product and you know fin- yeah. finish what you started and do the right thing. You know, it, it's uh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, know. I think uh, before what you asked what you asked Matt about the about what how do I with the, with the guys I point out I have no problem pointing out people's you know their flaws because. I, my wife always says to me, Rob, just because you know all your own, all your, all your issues doesn't make it okay. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it, it makes you better than the other guy. She goes, no, it doesn't because you know better. I was like, you know, so I, I can throw out all my garbage on the table and I own it. You got to own your stuff. And, and there's some stuff that I, I got, there's probably stuff in there that I don't own, but you could sit here right now, the two of you, the well, as well as you know me and throw stuff at me. And I'll be like, even Jeff, Jeff's known me for a while and just be like. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I'm a little narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing this weekend? We got to go hang out with the kid. Yeah, I'm going golfing. But I guess, all right, we'll do the kid thing. And then I, I'm angry the whole time there. And I'm like, Jessica's like, all right. And, and it just creates this thing. And I know that I have that. I just got to work on it, you know? Right. So I think guys, I, I and I'm okay pointing out people's stuff. And, and I do it. I don't know I'm doing it, but I do it in a way to where they'll eat it. Mm. Like, you know, and, 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 and I think that's... That's what, that's my gift. I think with dudes, I think it's just, I just talk and Matt, you, you, you said, thank you for that compliment. I appreciate it. But I, no, I mean, but that's yeah. true. I mean, you know, it's something, I mean, and I'll be honest, it's something I struggle with, you know, is I'm not necessarily always the best. Um, uh, and what's the right terminology for it too? It's not going to come to me. I don't know. Like example. Exa- or- well, not example, but what, what, when you lead as a Christian, you know, they, they call, you know, I just, I just, you know, sometimes I'm just, I'm not there and I struggle with it in my own mind. You know, you, you know, you have that, you know, or so, uh, you know, you would know way better as a pastor, but yeah, I feel there's like, a, there's a weight to that. You know, there's a, there's sure. a, you know, you want to, you know, it's so easy to just run off in your mind and just be, be who you are and not be what you should be, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what you're called to be. Amen. Maybe, maybe that's a better, yeah. well, that's good. a better terminology, yeah. you know, but my wife is very, you know, she'll, she'll point that out. You know, there's no problem there. You yeah. Know? There's a there's a striving to the Christian life, right? We're supposed to be reaching towards becoming more like Christ, yeah, and we, I think all of us can fall into this. Well, this is just who I am. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's how He's made you. But sin has also affected you. So how are you pursuing Christ and everything? And that's that's on every job site. Doesn't matter blue collar, white collar, oh, yeah. clergy collar that I wear, right? It's just it's it's, it's life. Yeah. It's it's you know it's, it comes into raising your kids. Do you, do you how do you react or did yeah. you did you did you 
Yeah. You know, it's hard. Life there's, is not an easy. There's a there's few no cool book. things, right? There's a saying that says iron sharpens iron, right? Mm -hmm. So one one man, so one man's, you know, uh, the, his Christian walk would help sharpen another's. And then there's this other th there's this other analogy that I saw where you had a dude standing on a chair, and how much is it easier to pull that guy down, or is it easier to bring the guy up? It's much easier to pull a guy down. Don't be the guy pulling the other guy down. You know, mm. be the guy, yeah. raise them up. be the guy, raise, raise these people up, you know, yeah. and do the and hard thing, do the hard thing. Sure. Amen. hundred yeah. percent. And that's, it's not always easy. And I fall into Matt and I both, we fall into inappropriate humor and we fall into swearing and, but I, I do think, or I, if I didn't think this, I wouldn't be doing, I do think I'm walking the path God has set mm. before me. Mm. And obviously if I start swaying, I have guys like Matt and Lou Doro and Lance Pennington and people like that to rate and Kenny Fanning and to raise me up and get me yeah. to where yeah. I need to be. And that's the iron sharpens iron thing. So and let me, let me ask you this last question before we close. Cause we're, we're coming, you know, we've been going for a while now. It's been fun. It's uh, fun. So kind of the last question for you guys. Um, there may be some people listening who would consider themselves blue collar and they're thinking, ah, church isn't really for me. You know, church is for, church is for my wife and that's fine or church for the kids, and that's fine, or church is for other people, but not for people like me. Mm -hmm. How would you respond to something like that as guys who've been in this church I, for years? I, I would tell you that that's not the case. You know what I mean? I I, I, I understand that feeling. Um, I had felt like that, you know, coming in the doors. Um, but, you know, I mean, you're not going to just see, you're not going to walk through the doors and say, oh, you know, to the left side, those are all the blue-collared, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, all us country boys and, you know, uh, you know, all that, you know. Just look for the camo shorts? Is yeah, look for <laughs> You can ask Pastor John. There's been a couple times I've sat up front, walked in from deer hunting, you know, right in my camo. Is, you know, yeah. it's happened. Um, but um, that's the thing. That That's my point right there is that, you know come to church, come be with the people. I mean, it didn't, it doesn't matter if you're wearing your camo or your dirty work boots or whatever, you know, I mean, you're going to have, of course, you're going to have people here in a nice suit that look good and make you look yeah. like, a, you know, you feel like a bum, but whatever. Uh, you, you just come here and be with these good, there are guys here, women here. And it just, these are normal people, you know, we're normal people, you know, Rob and I get together and we have, you know, we'll have a drink and, cigar. you know, have a cigar and, you know, you and I have done that. You Mark, Marcos and I, you know, so it, it's they're not we're not holier than thou people you know Amen. this is just people and that's what i like i mean i i need that you know for Amen. me i need to know that i'm the you know you it, yeah i think it's a misnomer i think people are scared you know people are i don't know scared is not the right word but you have a stereotype of church and what it's going to be and and um, yeah i think getting them here's the heart it is it's always the hard part but i encourage I, I keep telling them I, I tell people like i encourage you to come because you don't know what you are missing this, we call this like we, our slogan, right? Is welcome home, right? This is our, this, I tell people, this is if you're a member here or a, a, a consistent comer, this is your second home. You know, you see garbage on the floor, grab it. It's your, this is your house, right? So with that, you mentioned Libby Foreman, which, which got me. She was like a, another mother to me. I got other mothers. I got other fathers. I got brothers. I got crazy uncles. I got a lot of crazy uncles. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a couple of them. A lot of crazy sure. uncles. I got sisters. And, and, and dude, your kids. Your kids, they're, I see them, they're like my kids. Oh, I dude. just keep watching on them. They're, yeah. killing, they're, killing, they're killing me here. You know, I'm, I'll admit this too. You know, you know, uh, you know, big, tough, redneck country boy. Uh, you know, the little baby's running around here. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You know, you got Jeff Scott, baby, new baby. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, man. I just, you know, I get a kick out. I get to come and see that. And the best part is, you know, you get to hold it, shake it up, and send it away. Amen. <laughs> 100%. No, don't shake, don't shake no, the baby. No, oh, you can't don't, shake. Don't oh, shake oh, that's bad. I no. forgot about so that. So we're fine. Lightly, lightly. We're, Jostle. We're, <laughs> tussle. Tussle. All right. So as men, we're following Jesus, right? Us Christian men, we're following Jesus. And 
we're, but at the same time, we're trying to do this thing called life outside of the church by ourselves. It's psychotic. Mm, yeah. It's, you can't, this is insane to try to do this by yourself. It's hard. And it's, it breaks my heart to watch guys try this. Like, how do you get, I don't understand how you can have the stress at work or the, or, 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 or the struggle in the families and you're absorbing that by yourself and trying to wake up the next day with a smile. Do lean on your brothers. Lean, lean on them. It's not, this isn't a wussy thing to do. This is, no. this is, this is what we're here for. You know, yeah, that's what I'm here for. I mean, we might tease each other about it after. We're gonna tease you. Know, you. I mean, you know, Rob, Rob's gonna tell some heart heartfelt story, and you know, three days, four days later, I'll be like, you know, blah blah blah, and he'll be like, ah, you know. Yeah, but, uh, Rob no, cried. That, yeah, yeah, you cry. Rob cried. Uh, Over that, come on. <laughs> it just, it, I, I, you know, I really don't know what to say about it other than, you know, I think, you know, this is this. You just gotta come and be a part of it, and yeah. you know, you you touched on membership, and there's a whole other issue too, yeah. is that. You know, if you're a member, you shouldn't be involved. You shouldn't just yeah. be a member to be a member. I 100%. mean, I don't want that to sound, you know, hurtful or mean to anybody. But, you know, I sat in the pews for, you know, and hid for years um, as a member. And uh, you just you be a part of it. The more you do, do anything, you know. Yeah, Je- yeah. Jess, Jess told me that, you know, her mother taught her when they grew up in a small church that, you know, if you see something that needs doing, you do it. Then you're the one that should do yeah, it because you saw it. And especially you're a member, you know, you see something on the floor, pick it up. You know, you see somebody needs help with somebody, you go help them. You might not know that person, but now, now you will know that person, mm. you know? And amen. so, um, amen. It is, you know, I guess, you know, this is like the soft blue collar hour, right? You know what I mean? We talk yeah. about feeling, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we didn't my, mention one power tool. It's a little, little sad. My prayer that comes out of this is that someone's <laughs> listening and, and maybe they are on that weird kind of, I don't know how to plug in or they don't want me or uh, Jeff's got plenty of worship people. We don't need to join worship, which is untrue. Every ministry needs more because yeah. you got the same people doing. So I, I pr- my prayer is that we get somebody out of this that comes up to me or emails me and says, all right, um, how can I plug in? You know, and I'm going to get you plugged in and I'm going to ask you what you're, you know, there's a, there's a really cool spiritual gifts thing that, that you could tie that into service and a little, a little quiz that you can, you know, basically we did that for the confirmation class and that was really cool. I took it myself and yeah. I was actually surprised with some of the stuff that came out. Like, oh man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We're going to do awesome. this again. I want to know what was on that. Yeah, thing. it's pretty awesome. So anyway, so that's my encouragement. I, I pray that that happens. I pray someone reaches out and awesome. Yeah. Well guys, thank you for this. This has been great. I hope people have enjoyed this. I've enjoyed it. This has yeah. been this has been awesome. Yeah, the, yeah, this is fun to me. I would do this the again. The least that I have spoken on a podcast oh. the entire time I've been doing this is the best. Amen. It's the absolute best. So thank you guys <laughs> for doing fun. this. Thank and, you. And, uh, thank you for having us. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun, you know. And maybe lot. I can come back one time and you know, we could we could find some of the stories that Jessica told and find out if they're really that true. That would be fantastic. You know, because I've kind of I've yeah. taken a lick, uh, you know, quite a lick in here oh, sometimes, dude. you know. No, she's there there's there's brutality happens here. I know. It's like, wow. You just flayed this guy open. He's not even in the room. <laughs> you know what the you know what the problem the problem with it is is most of it's true and I've done it. So yeah, you know, I mean, it is what yeah, it is, right? Not making stuff up. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. You know, I will say this is more fun than I ever thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. Time, right? you know? it's see, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys looked at me a little bit weird when I, I said, know. "Hey, we should start a podcast." You're like, "Was like, oh, nonsense." Really? But yeah, see, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cock, you know, I'd come back. Yeah. All right. Man. Good. Well. Thank you guys for being here. If you guys enjoyed this episode and you were hanging out with us, uh, let us know. Shoot us a quick email, goodwill uh, or talk at goodwillchurch.org. Let us know uh, what else you'd like us to talk about. We're going to do another one of these. And maybe it is just a long conversation about what tool is better than what. And get you guys fighting about it because you might disagree. That'd be a good time. But um, listen, 
thank you guys for being here and thank you for listening and we will see you next season for well she's actually next week but next season for goodwill talk thank you so much for joining us today if you like our show please leave us a five-star rating write a review and be sure to tell your friends to subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you're listening now Check out our episode notes for links to our church website and any resources shared on this episode. Editing and sound design by Jeff DiMatti. Marcos Ortega wrote this episode. Our executive producers are Mike Antonucci, Jeff DiMatti, and Tracy Johnson. Your co-hosts are Pastor Marcos Ortega and Jessica Kilduff. A special thanks to Goodwill Church for supporting this show so we may provide it to you, our listeners, for free. Let's talk again next week 